Good morning. As a servant of our Master Jesus Christ, I pray that the words I share with you today are found acceptable and pleasing to Him. Amen. When Don and I were asked to be lectors today, I had no idea that I would be reading the parable of the sower. I remember sharing this lesson with the children in godly play, and oh, I do miss the children each week, and I pray that they are safe and that they are feeling God's embrace every day. But then I started thinking, and I think the Spirit actually whispered to me that I could share the godly play materials with you today. And so I am, and I want to compare the parable of the sower with the parable of the Good Samaritan. In godly play, we call this technique side-by-side parables. Why, you might be asking, am I comparing it to the parable of the Good Samaritan? Well, that's because just last week, all the Trinity families received a newsletter, their summer packet, and the theme this summer is being a good neighbor, as revealed through the parable of the Good Samaritan. And the packet's filled with activities and games and things for them to do to delve into the parable. And I also wanted to give the parents a way or in a vehicle to talk about with their children some of the things that we're seeing now in our country regarding racial injustice. So, today, let us compare the parable of the sower with the parable of the Good Samaritan. Let's begin. You heard this in the Gospel reading, but let's just quickly refresh. The sower who scatters seeds, scattered seeds on a path, on a rocky area, thorn area, and good earth. The birds ate the seed. The roots could not grow. The plants were overcrowded by the thorns, and were not able to get the sun. But the seeds in the good soil grew, produced fruit, sometimes a hundred pieces of fruit, sixty and thirty. Now here's the Good Samaritan, the parable. Let's refresh that too. So, before the parable began, a person came up to Jesus And they asked, what's the most important commandment? And Jesus said, well, you know that. And the person said, yes, it's love your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. But who is my neighbor? And that's when Jesus shared this parable. Of a traveler walking from Jerusalem to Jericho. And on his way, two robbers came and attacked him beat him, stole stole the money, the clothes, and left him injured, very injured, on the side of the road. And then a priest was on the same path, saw the injured man, crossed over, and walked on. A second man, who was also working at a temple, did the same thing. And yet a third man walked along the path. But this was different. This man was a Samaritan. Now, in those days, 
people who lived in Samaria did not like the people in Jerusalem, and people in Jerusalem did not like the people in Samaria. And yet, this man came and heard the calls of the injured, listened, and helped. Bringing the injured man to an inn and paying for his care. And Jesus then asked the person, who is the neighbor? And the person said, the Samaritan. And Jesus said, go and do likewise. So, how can we learn more about the messages if we bring these two parables together? So, I wonder, is it hard to be a good neighbor when you're influenced by lots of thorns around you? Or maybe your roots are not strong enough to really understand the way of love. I wonder if the two passerby people, where would you put them in the parable of the sower? I wonder, where would you put the robbers? Maybe here, because we know that stealing and murder, or, or near murder, is wrong. But do we really know much about the robbers? What if their situation is that their father is, unemployed, their mother is very sick, there's no food for the family to have. That does not justify what they did, but it does cry out for some help. So what if when the passerbys walked by the injured man, are they also walking by the robbers? And another thing, in the parable of the sower, Jesus used the word twice. Listen. Listen. So I wonder if we look at the most important commandment, and if we replace the word love with listen. Listen to your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And listen to your neighbor as yourself. So then I wonder, when the two persons chose to walk by, were they hearing? Were they listening to the injured man? Or were they listening to some other things in their head that made it hard to listen to the injured man? And then I wonder... When the Good Samaritan, what was it that allowed this Good Samaritan to listen to the injured man? I wonder how important listening is and being a good neighbor. 
And does loving your neighbor make it easier to listen to your neighbor? Or does listening to your neighbor make it easier to love your neighbor? Now, at this point in the Godly Play class, children would be invited to add material from any lesson. Perhaps somebody would come by and say, add this. And I would say, oh, tell me about that. And they said, well, this is a river. And the injured man would need to be bathed and clean. Now, what if I told you that this river comes from the story of Jesus being baptized in the Jordan River. Now what comes to your mind when you bring the Jordan River into this story? And maybe another child would bring this in. And I would ask why. And the child says, well, that's the food and the drink that the Good Samaritan was giving to the injured man. But what comes to your mind when you see this cup and this plate in this space? What if I add this to the parable? Renew with me one of your baptismal vows. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? And join me in the response. I will, with God's help. Amen.